Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Kyla Powers, and I'm so excited to finally start this podcast. I have several hours of episodes to share with you that have already been done, uh, but I think that I'm going to order them uh, in the order in which they are of most importance. Um, So we have a lot going on in this country right now. And uh, we are dealing with a media that is complicit in a plot to omit news that we probably should be hearing, but we're not getting because our media is compromised uh, by ownership, corporate ownership. And it's as simple as that. Uh, So what I'm trying to do is just fill in the blanks. And uh, I'm on it day and night. I use all the things that I do to share and impart uh, whatever knowledge, whatever advice, whatever I stumble across that I feel that we need to know, I share it. But the other thing that I do that I know is that for us to get our country back from literally we are in a silent war against, I mean, it sounds dramatic, but it's Satan. It's Satan, basically. Uh, And uh, in order for us to get our country back from those that have a definite depopulation agenda, uh, we're going to have to work together. And we're going to have to share information. We're going to have to share credit. Uh, So a lot of people tell me, I heard today, I I always listen to the word on the street or the common man to hear what their concerns are. Many people have kids. They have pressing concerns, of course, jobs, bills, so many different things. But everyone is waking up. And they're aware that there's this whole plot going on where the 1%, the 2%, the oligarchs, the elites, uh, you know, and I guess there are good people that are part of them, but basically they have an agenda that they've been after for hundreds of years to control all humanity. And that is why we have the surveillance state. That is why we're moving toward a police state and martial law. That is why we have these devices. That's why they're accelerating the schedule on the 5G uh, Wi-Fi. Because they have contaminants in the air, in the water, in the food that will connect with 5G and will basically, I mean, you will lose your autonomy. They will be controlling your body from within whether it's mental thought projection through these waves or if it's, uh, you know, literally accessing the, uh, the metals that are found, the contaminants that are found in the air and the chemtrails, um, water, uh, the attacks in the, uh, the plastics, uh, which are basically delivering hormones, which are probably going to make you interested in the opposite gender. It's basically a war to take away your choice. 
I am for every single American to have choice. Whatever you want to be, whatever you, you know, I'm all for it. But if it is moving us towards the extermination of the, the human race, if it is trying to control our reproduction, uh, reproductive organs, if it's about human trafficking, if it's about, uh, you know, human trafficking with the children, which is what Pizzagate and Pedogate are, then I can't support it. I really, really can't. And I take everyone as an individual. So I'm only one human being. But I feel that my specific gift is, uh, you know, I'm an artist, I'm a singer, I'm a writer, uh, musician. I do a lot of different things. And I'm also trying to just live and, and uh, you know, be as effective as possible. So, uh, basically, I am not even attempting to cover everything. I'm not attempting uh, to necessarily be uh, like a news anchor or anything. Uh, there's a lot of people that have the time and the resources to do that. I'm still pursuing my career to be an entrepreneur and create things that can help us. Uh, live healthier lives, to beautify our lives, to make things more exciting, to make things more fun, uh, to uncover knowledge. There's a lot of things that I'm pursuing. So you may not see me getting on and doing a report the way that you see many others in the truther community do. And that's fine with me because hopefully you'll see me, you know, behind the camera or in front of the camera playing characters that are going to help you, you know, Raise your consciousness or understand things, see things in a different way. That is my aim. So there are so many people, so many gifted, talented, dedicated, committed people that are working together on behalf of the United States. It's not about any one person. It's that there's so many people doing all this great work. And maybe the audience doesn't have time to sift through everything that they definitely need to hear. So what I'm basically doing is I'm, I'm doing like a Dick Clark. I'm like uh, the taste maker right now. I'm going to give you slices of the gist of it so that the major people that have uh, substantive content to share with you, you get the basics of what they're saying, and then I'll give you links, and I'll, I'll tell you about them. You can go to my YouTube, Kyla Powers, K-A-I-L-A-P-O-W-E-R-Z on YouTube, and you can check out my playlist and see who I follow, and then you can choose from there who you want you know, to deliver your news, but I definitely would advocate that over uh, mainstream media because it is nothing but lies. We have so much going on. They're not covering any of it. And that is on purpose. So as I said, we are in this silent war. We have things going on with the air, with the water, uh, you know, with our money, with the pension funds, um, with United States uh, money, going to things that it shouldn't be going to. Trillions of dollars under the Obama administration that they don't know where it went. Under the Bush administration, they don't know where it went. 
Halliburton. Uh, these companies are all involved and they were never fired, but they don't know where any of this money went. But they got a whole lot of money sitting in their bank accounts and they're a whole lot of dead Americans that have never, uh, no one has ever uh, been held accountable for. We need to start holding people accountable in order to do that. We have to have the truth. We have to all be on the same page. We cannot be divided. We cannot afford to be divided by race, by religion, by gender, by um, our political parties, because there's a reason why we have the two political parties. So that, you know, each side, they're all involved in it. They're all involved into it up to their eyeballs. You can't get in the door unless you compromise yourself in some way. And they're doing that with uh, basically it's uh, snuff films of involvement, pedophilia with children, that they molest these kids. They even consume them. They eat them. It's a cannibalistic thing. Excuse me, it goes way back into the Bible. Uh, the Catholic Church is involved. And you know from communion that they're eating the host right there. It's laid right out. So basically, I'm trying to give you the best of everything, what you need to know, when you need to know it. You don't need to know everything all the time. Sometimes we get a major kernel of truth in one area, and that's the main truth that we learned for the day to digest it because we can't digest everything. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be your, your news DJ, and I'll try to do it with as much wit and heart and soul uh, and love as I can muster up. Okay, so uh, I can't give you every single bit of news, so I just try to give you, uh, give it to you in bits. I love this. I think I'm really going to like this podcast thing because the way this uh, app is set up, I can give you five-minute bits on the best of uh, each topic, and that's really, really cool. So uh, one of the first things that uh, I'm just going to cover and we'll just uh, hit the most important points. Uh, it's really awesome. I love to highlight females, especially that are out there doing their thing. And uh, this young lady has a really uh, calming way of telling you disturbing things. Uh, so her name is Really Graceful, which is really fitting. And uh, this segment is about the flu that's going around and uh, as you can hear me, I'm sounding slightly congested right now. So uh, tune into Really Graceful, check out her Patreon, check out her YouTube. Here goes. I'm prompt you to do your research about the substances injected into yours and your children's bodies to fend off influenza. I was going to say that was a slight exaggeration on my part, depicting the media, but actually it was it was right on point. The media sells fear, rarely facts. That's why today we're going to discuss what the media won't tell us about the flu. Warning, warning, I'm not a doctor, nor am I any sort of medical professional, so please do not take anything I say as medical advice. Thank you. Influenza is an Italian word for diseases originating around 1504, with its original use implying astral, occult, or atmospheric influence. Over time, we've shortened it to just the flu, and commonly use it to describe a severe cold, but that's technically an incorrect use of the term. So 
Since by definition, the flu is a highly contagious virus that attacks the respiratory system. And experts say that the flu is spread mainly by droplets from when people sneeze, cough, or talk. If you're like me, I've wondered perhaps once or twice why the flu has its own season. Why not just stick around all year? I mean, take your shoes off and get comfortable. But the flu is just here for the winter and there's several theories as to why. One of those is people are spending more time indoors in close quarters with other folks. Another theory is that during the winter months, the lack of vitamin D in the winter weakens the immune system. The third theory is that the flu virus just prefers cold, dry air as opposed to the oppressive heat and humidity of the summer. With one year, and the bubonic plague did in four. The flu spread as soldiers fanned out across the globe, spreading their germs in their bullets in World War I. During a time when warring nations feared that their enemies might stoop to biological warfare as a means of achieving victory. What a crazy idea, right? The Spanish flu was unique in that it targeted individuals in their prime. You know, the age that people are making babies and are fit enough to fight in wars. Ultimately, the flu of 1918 infected an estimated 500 million people, killing between 20 and 40 million of those folks annually, as the virus itself is constantly changing. So basically, the vaccine makers take educated guesses about which flu virus strains to use each year. That's why it's possible to catch the flu even if you get your flu shot, because the vaccine doesn't cover all strains of the flu. And interestingly, for the last 70 years, flu vaccines have been grown in chicken eggs. Even though now scientists are saying that flu vaccines grown in eggs can cause more mutations rendering the product you're injected with ineffective by the time it gets into your body. This season's flu vaccine was especially ineffective. The number of influenza-associated pediatric deaths has totaled 37 as of today, January 31st, 2018. Select schools across 12 states have closed due to flu outbreaks. During this pandemic, cases in the cases they had counted as swine flu could not be attributed to any sort of flu at all. Those are two recent examples of profit being made off of flu hype. But is monetary profit the only goal of selling fear? Perhaps depopulation could be another goal beyond the monetary. We have the United Nations Agenda 21, which is a global action plan marketed as being about sustainability, but points towards an action plan to depopulate the world. A goal which is etched in stone at the mysterious Georgia Guidestones. Maybe that sounds crazy to y'all, but have you ever gotten any sort of information about your flu vaccine prior to getting jabbed any sort of literature any ingredients list the flu vaccine contains egg protein formaldehyde literature any ingredients list the flu vaccine contains egg protein formaldehyde and a mercury-based preservative among other ingredients Studies have shown that pregnant women who receive the flu shot are four times more likely to have spontaneous miscarriages compared to pregnant women who did not get vaccinated. In 1986, the Supreme Court granted immunity to drug companies against certain lawsuits arising from injuries or deaths associated with vaccines. This came 10 years after an outbreak of swine flu at Fort Dix in New Jersey. And in response, President Gerald Ford announced that the federal government would vaccinate the entire U.S. population. As a result of the vaccine, a percentage of those vaccinated developed Guillain-Barre syndrome, which left people with nerve damage and paralysis. This persists as an ongoing issue with the flu vaccine, but still the vaccine is encouraged for everybody over the age of six months. 170 million doses of the vaccine were produced for the 2015-2000...
I'm going to stop, Grace, because she's giving you a lot of really great information. You can look it up on her page. Uh, I think she published it today. But I have some things to say about this, uh, that there is a definite connection between vaccinations and uh, some of these illnesses that children are developing, mental disorders, um, autism. You've had some celebrities that have tried to share with you uh, some of this truth. Obviously, the pharmaceutical industry is an extremely uh, formidable foe when it comes to this. If you can opt out of vaccines, please do so. Uh, there's information that's come to my attention that I think it's important to share with people, and that's uh, that some people on their job, they're being told, especially if you work in healthcare, that if you don't take that flu shot, that you could lose your job. But meanwhile, they're not telling you what's in that flu shot. And uh, the main concern that I have is that they're putting some kind of backdoor in these vaccines that they can trigger at any time. You know, not I do not want to alarm you, but basically what a vaccine is, is it's introducing something into your system, which supposedly you're going to make antibodies for, and then you're going to be able to fight it, and uh, then you won't be susceptible to it, supposedly, right? But when you have a small child... Okay, and you're putting that directly into the bloodstream. That is horrible. There's no, you know, our natural immune system, if you have cancer, if you have anything, putting any kind of chemicals, any kind of stuff like that into your system, please, please, if, you, if you're having, getting cancer treatment, do not get chemo. Do not get chemo. I'm telling you now, you're better off not doing any chemo than taking chemo. You are literally shutting down your immune system. You're accepting that into your system. It's telling your body, don't fix itself, don't fight, because we're going to introduce this this uh, synthetic into your system. And then once it's gone, it's gone. So please don't take any of this stuff. Uh, I'll be having different health programs on, but I just want to drop some knowledge for you. Uh, Stay away from the vaccines because they're going to set them off at a certain point in time and give you the diseases that they're supposed to be curing you from. So that's the big secret that no one's telling you is that they'll just be able to kill whoever they want because they've given it to you, a strain of it, and you don't even remember. And then every year you're getting it again. Um, so strengthen your immune system as much as you can. If in your neighborhood, try to get fresh fruits and vegetables. I am fighting with this. It's so hard in certain areas, uh, MMS, MSM, and also hydrogen peroxide. Uh, look these things up. Your skin is your largest body in your, your largest organ in your body. So uh, definitely taking uh, the sauna is really, really good for you and for your skin and for getting rid of uh, toxins. So we'll talk again about health, but this is just a little, uh, it's a little teaser. Hello friends, it is Kyla Bowers back with you. Um, so this next, 
I'm going to call her an artist. Well, she is an artist in a way. Her name is Sarah Westhall, S-A-R-A-H-W-E-S-T-A-L-L. And she has one of my favorite channels on YouTube for information, uh, everything that we need to know, the people that we want to hear it from, the questions that we want to ask. Really, really subscribe Sarah Westhall on YouTube. Excellent channel. Uh, this little tidbit that I'm giving you is her secret look inside the elite secret Bohemian Grove. Uh, we know stuff is going down in these places, but you need to know that they exist. Uh, this is where they congregate to talk about us, what they're going to do and who they're going to eat. And they do eat people. And um, somehow it has to do with the um, worship of Moloch, who it's the figure of an owl. And I believe this is also Hillary Clinton's uh, god, Moloch. And they sacrifice children to Moloch. Uh, maybe if you know who Alex Jones is, I'm not endorsing him. I'm just saying that he. you can Google him somehow getting in there and getting footage or they kicked him out or whatever. But it is a very real place and all kinds of secret society stuff goes down there and uh it's time that the american public that we mature and that we are able to really objectively look at what is going on nothing is a secret anymore we are entering the age of aquarius if you didn't know and that is the age of knowledge of knowing where it's not just belief systems as in the previous age which was the age of pisces and that is us uh building our lives off of tradition of things that our parents told us of things that religion has showed us um, now it is about discovery and it's about us finding the real truth where we came from who we are why we're here what is the deal with earth where are we going where can we take it? How can we elevate it? This is everything I'm interested in, everything you should be interested in raising your, even if you're not religious, achieving Christ consciousness, which is the highest level that human beings can aspire to, where we're using our full brains and we're in complete harmony with our mind and our body and our spirit and all that stuff. And Sarah Westhall really covers it so let's dig in to her exclusive uh with jake morphonios here we go she's gonna start in just a bit looking around and answering some more questions for my patrons let's get into something interesting you've done a lot of reporting on the bohemian grove you actually went up there this year and did some drone work and stuff what did you learn about the bohemian grove what's actually going on there yeah, so it was a fun trip. I enjoyed it, but it, it was it was nerve wracking. Um, so for those that don't know, Bohemian Grove is it's a great big section, just hundreds of acres, thousands of acres actually, up north of San Francisco, maybe about an hour north, uh, Monterio. If you look at it on a California map, 
there's a bunch of redwood uh, trees there. Well, since the turn of the century of uh, the ninth, the uh, 20th century, it's been a meeting place for the rich and powerful. Most of them have kind of a conservative bent. There's not a you know, not a whole lot of liberals that they go to these retreats. So it's more uh, Republicans, neoconservatives, uh, for the most part, not completely, but big name people. Uh, President Reagan has been there, George H.W. Uh, Bush, George W. Bush, Richard Nixon. Well, these people are among the most powerful people in the world that gather here. And they have a week-long retreat every year in July. And they get together, and it is absolute hedonism. And there have been plenty of books written about it, people that have... But big-name people... Uh, President Reagan has been there, George H.W. Uh, Bush, George W. Bush, Richard Nixon. Well, these people are among the most powerful people in the world that gather here. And they have a week-long retreat every year in July. And they get together, and it is absolute hedonism. And there have been plenty of books written about it, people that have snuck in, reporters that have snuck in, or uh, staff that have talked about it. It's an all-male retreat. No women allowed. And it's a week where they stay in cabins. Uh, they've got up through the through, through this grove, going up this mountain. There are different cabins at different locations that house the people while they're there. And your status level kind of determines which cabin you go to. So you may have one where the Secretary of State is staying there, the U.S. President. Uh, Henry Kissinger was there almost every single year. He's big time guy and they do some crazy stuff it's it's an absolute uh like i said it's hedonistic they stay drunk non-stop uh they wake up with hangovers they and they write about this it's no secret they just get drunk and uh they even have signs around uh just as a joke not to pee on a certain tree because the men walk around urinating on the redwood trees and so they've got like one special tree that's supposed to be like sacred and don't be on this one. But, you know, people talk about how they just go in there and they fall over drunk and pass out. But these are these are leaders in the corporate world, in the banking world, in the political world. Uh, they all get together and it's supposed to be no business there. But that's total baloney. That's exactly what they're doing is they're networking and they're plotting and they're scheming and they're forming relationships with one another. Uh, it's kind of like the Bilderberg group in a way. So they get together and this is actually this is one thing that the, the Bohemian Grove uh, is very proud of. And that is it was this group of people that dreamed up the Manhattan Project. Uh, the, they're the ones that, that kind of got that started. Well, over the years, uh, there have also been a number of very bad things to come out about the Bohemian Grove, and not the least of which is rampant uh, sexual activity and not heterosexual activity. They bring in a lot of male prostitutes uh, and also children. Have There are lots of reports there of children. And I, I don't know, I, I'll try not to be too graphic, but it's hard to even talk about it without... Uh, so, there's, a, there's a book called The Franklin Cover-Up that was written by a, a Nebraska state senator 
and it, it chronicles the real-life story of child trafficking in Nebraska, Mena, Arkansas, all these places. One of the key figures, one of the children, was a boy named Paul Bonassi. Paul Bonassi was literally an MK Ultra victim, where they subjected him and a lot of these other kids to so much horrible satanic ritual abuse that what happens is, and this was all, this is all CIA, uh, uh, Michael Aquino and, and others that helped develop this. They're, the children are abused so badly that their minds fragment into multiple personalities. To uh, they, they can't cope with what's being done to them, so horrendous. And so a different personality kind of takes over so that the primary personality can be protected, can be safe while the other one is the one out there taking abuse. Well, what the CIA discovered is that you can fragment these personalities and then program the individual personalities to do different things. Um, well, a lot of these kids that were tortured like this, they were used as child sex slaves. Paul Benassi was one of them. Um, Paul Benassi recounts a time at the Bohemian Grove, not during the primary retreat, but a time when he was taken along with some other boys uh, they, they stopped along the way and picked up, of all people, Hunter S. Thompson to, to film a snuff film there in the Bohemian Grove. They kept the boys in a cage. Uh, these rich men came along. Um, they, uh, I, I, I shouldn't even talk about what, I mean, it, it's just awful what they did to these boys. It included murder and sodomy and uh, necrophilia. It was just horrible. Um, but they used the Bohemian Grove. So there's all kinds of stuff like that, stories about that. And then, of course, some years back, Alex Jones infiltrated the Bohemian Grove because it banishing care. Or another way of saying banishing care is to uh, kill your conscience. You want to have no conscience. And so the whole ceremony is they've got fires, they've got a boatman that comes in and brings this, what is supposed to be a human being, and they take it up and they put it on the altar, uh, which really it's an effigy, but they burn it. And what in the, the effigy represents human conscience, your ability to, to, you know, just that exactly what it sounds. You're burning away conscience at the beginning of this week, so, so that, that you can whatever just is do whatever you want, sin, right. just just let it go during the week. That's right. And so it's Very a, it's evil a, place. It's just let it go. And they bring in, so you're saying they bring in male prostitutes and children. Do they bring in any women prostitutes? No, no women allowed inside. They eventually got uh, got to the point where they were going to be sued over that for, um, you know, employment rights. So they did open it up to where uh, they have to hire a few women each year to work outside of the, uh, of the Grove area. They can work in, in parking, where the people first drive in and park their cars. They can be parking attendants, and a few can work in the kitchen. But they can't be servers or anything like that inside the Grove. So that's how they can uh, they do it. But no, they don't bring there, – there are female prostitutes that are brought in. The whole area swarms. It's a sleepy little town, not, not much there except for during this time of year. Very beautiful place. But the local motels – they get booked up in advance of this retreat by uh, traffickers. They bring in female prostitutes for those that want the the, uh, the females, and, and the people will leave the grove and go to the local motels for that. Yeah, so there is that. 
So they, they but, just uh, leave to go have that, and there's this whole service for them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there's a service for them. The, the male prostitutes are allowed to come in, uh, and and one of them actually did, he, he came forward talking about it. It was a male, male porn star who they hired uh, ostensibly to be a, uh, a waiter. Uh, but he says that the, he said there was uh, other duties there that, that he that he took care of as well. Uh, but they they have each year as part of this whole this whole retreat. One of the things they do is something called hijinks. It's where the men themselves put on kind of a play, a little theater play, and it's almost always uh, it, it involves the men dressing as women. There's a lot. There's pictures out there of Henry Kissinger dressed as a woman. Um, you know, for some very unflattering stuff. Uh, so it's just, it's it's hedonistic, it's sexually filthy, and they do lots of wheeling and dealing. It's really, really crazy. So there is speculation that there's truly evil things that go on there. So I went out to the Bohemian Grove over the summer, and uh, this was not during the retreat. This was about two weeks before the retreat, and I wanted to find out what I could. And... So I went there, and I've, uh, this is on my channel. People can go watch some of the videos there. But I, as you're pulling in, as you go through the woods, there's a little parking area. If you go any further, there's uh, to go into the official parking where the, the club members are allowed to, to park. There's uh, sheriff's deputies standing there. There was lots of private security. So I hopped out, and there were some limo drivers there, and I just struck up a conversation with them. And these were men that they've been going for years. So you have to be approved. You have to have, like, a special uh, permission to, to be a, a driver. And But they were very willing to talk. And I've got some of it on, on uh, audio. I recorded some of it. And they're talking. They're saying these people – they were pointing out – they because I was saying, hey, can I – you think I can walk up to there and maybe get some pictures – and they said, first of all, look up there. And they started pointing out video cameras. They said, you're being watched. And then they started pointing to where there were snipers. They said, you probably don't see it yet, but if you look right up there, there's a sniper. They will shoot you dead. Uh, and I said, well, wow, this sounds kind of extreme. But they said the woods are infested with uh, with these, these basically paramilitary contractors, Blackwater types, that work to protect the place. And uh, like I said, this is two weeks before, but they were having a kind of like a family event uh, where the club members were allowed to bring their family members in if they were over 18. Um, and that's the only time of the year that a female can go into it is during this family. And they, they said, I won't say how they said it, but they said they beat the hell out of her with this. And she ended up in the hospital. And they said, we've we've seen this a number of times. They, they beat the protesters sometimes. And uh, one of them said uh, that he's heard stories from other drivers and others as they talk of um, people go, going in, sneaking in, and never coming back out. And I've got the guy on, on audio saying, you know, they've got a lot of land up there. It wouldn't be that hard to hide a body. So so the limo drivers themselves, they, they, they were, know. they, they said know. we wouldn't, they know, they wouldn't dare go up there. So beyond that, knowing that I, I couldn't just walk in and do an Alex Jones type thing and, you know, go find the owl and videotape myself not without risking getting shot, I, I did the next best thing, which was I went to a certain area and put a drone up and just kind of scouted around some with, 
controlling uh, the drone and around the redwoods and uh, can't see much, but uh, there's footage that I chose not to put out. Uh, I didn't put anything out that would verify exactly where I was. And then uh, I, I, I did, I, and again, I, I never say where I was because I don't want to admit to anything for legal reasons, uh, potentially, but, but I did enter the area and uh, filmed some and put a little bit of that. Basically what I did was I went in, read part of the cremation of Paris script, and uh, you know, stuck my finger in the eye, and and, and then left. Yeah, I wasn't about to, uh, you know, go where I thought I was going to get, get killed. Uh, yeah, you don't want to killed. Get, yeah. Now, how did but, Alex Jones get in there with all the paramilitary? I mean, he actually got the full-blown ceremony. How do you yeah. do that with this paramilitary? I suppose he would have. It, it was. Go ahead. It, it was different back then. I think it was around 1999. He and another guy just walked in. They they kind of did like I did, where you get to a point where you just start walking through the woods if you know the directions. Uh, but back then, just no one was doing that kind of thing. They they didn't have the kind of security. They had like security up front uh, at the gate, but they didn't have the kind of security measures that they have now. Since 1999, there's been a whole lot of advancement in technology and so it's uh, almost sensors like post, and things like that. Post-Alex Jones video, they changed everything. They knew to, yeah. That was a huge debacle for them, a huge PR blunder to have the cremation of care ceremony leaked. Because, you know, when you think about it, when you've got the highest echelons of, of the U.S. government, people in the highest ranks of power going out there standing in robes cheering while you know in front of an owl statue reenacting an ancient druidic ceremony that is clearly a you, know, you could call it satanic burning you know an effigy of a person representing your own conscience i mean that just doesn't sound very good oh it's for, uh, terrible yeah so uh yeah, so it reminds anyway, you of Eyes Wide Shut made, and all these other things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so they, they made sure that that wasn't going to happen again. Geez, okay, well, where can people get your stuff again, just so we make sure that people know? Go to youtube.com slash prepare333. And if you can find the button for the playlist, I do have a Bohemian Grove playlist where you can watch the different episodes that I did on that. It was part of, I did it in conjunction with an investigation into a Hollywood uh, sex trafficking ring. So that, that playlist is called Los, Ve uh, Los Angeles, or maybe it was Hollywood Investigation. It's either Los Angeles Investigation or Hollywood Investigation because I was chasing some uh, child sex traffickers in North Hollywood. Um, and did since they, I was already in named? California, I just want to know some of them was... did. Some of them did. Back in February uh, of uh, this year, 2017, there was a big bust. Hundreds, uh, there's about 400 people connected to trafficking were were arrested, and um, some of the people I was investigating were part of that that network. The chief guy, the the head of one operation that was trafficking children, um, that I was hoping would get busted, he fled to Slovenia. So he's he's in Slovenia hiding out right now. Um, I'm he he he's an FBI asset. Yeah, dirty guy. He had been busted, or um, he had, he was actually a fugitive from Spain. This guy was he was fr originally from the Hollywood area, moved to Spain, ended up uh, getting in trouble there for child molestation. He got out on a writ of habeas corpus, and while he was out awaiting trial, he. 
it's weird. As the head picture article, but you know, if anything, he seems to be supporting the memo release. So, just you know, mis disinformation always coming from the mainstream media. So the FBI, the DOJ, they don't want the memo out, but the White House, of course, is going to put it out. White House Chief of Staff John Kelly on the Nunes memo said just a few hours ago, it's going to be released and it's going to be released pretty quick so the whole world can see it. And not only is John Kelly saying that, but Trump himself, right after his State of the Union address, Trump was going down the aisle. I got the video and a picture of it here. And he said, oh, yeah, 100 percent, he tells one of his colleagues he's going to release the memo. So it's coming. It's coming quick. And it's coming very soon. And, you know, it's happening so fast that the the deep state Democrats, if you want to call it that, mostly Democrats, of course, some Republicans, John McCain, the Bushes, they are all scared. And Adam Schiff even saying this FISA memo could lead to the firing of Mueller and Rosenstein. And then this Zero Hedge article discussing how Schiff is scared. What, they even tried to pen their own memo, wasn't it? And then the House Intel Committee <laughs> denied that. But basically here, Zero Hedge is talking about what Schiff is saying and talking about some of Trey Gowdy's comments. Trey Gowdy saying it would be embarrassing to Adam Schiff once people realize the extent to which he went to keep them from learning any of this. But it's weird, right? If the FBI is saying that there's grave concerns about the accuracy of it, you know, if it's obviously full of falsehoods, why is Adam Schiff and all the others so scared of it being released? If it was full of inaccuracy, wouldn't they welcome the release of it? Because then they could easily debunk it? Ha! But anyway, let's talk about Trey Gowdy a little more. So Trey Gowdy now not seeking re-election. He put oh, out no. a statement today where he is not going to continue in politics but check this, and this is a tweet of his. There's a time to come and a time to go. This is the right time for me to leave politics and return to the justice system. A lot of people in the comments are saying that Trey Gowdy's a badass, and I agree. So he is leaving politics to go back to the justice system. Now, let's go back a few days in these Q posts, January 14th here saying TG departure, Trey Gowdy departure. The HEC here means House Ethics Committee. Remember about two weeks ago, he stepped down from the House Ethics Committee citing you know too much of a workload, he said at the time. But now he's not even going back into politics. He's gonna go into the justice system. And right here, this question, what role might TG, Trey Gowdy, be walking into? You know, we can all speculate as to what. Some people are saying attorney general. Some people are saying special prosecutor, a new special counsel. Now, I feel that might Whoa. be the case. Once this Russia investigation finally gives up, which I'm sure is right down the road, we might sing a second special counsel versus the deep staters to combat that. Now, you know, speaking of this memo about to be released, speaking of Trump's State of the Union address, you know, one big part in that State of the Union address was... Donald Trump talking about Guantanamo Bay. And that was a pretty interesting part of his speech where he was discussing that. And coincidentally enough, or nothing is coincidence, right? The Trump administration signed an executive order 
just yesterday, right before his State of the Union address on protecting America through lawful detention of terrorists. Now, if you remember, about a little over a month ago, this executive order was signed as well, the one blocking the property of persons involved in serious human rights, abuse, and corruption. Now, here's the thing. These two executive orders, on the superficial level, might not seem like much, but when you really delve into the writing and the nitty-gritty of these, they work hand-in-hand, and it's a beautiful way they are rolling out or essentially preparing the justice system to start taking down these deep state people because this one basically declared national emergency of anybody, not just the names listed on this executive order, but anybody involved in human rights abuses and corruption. You were listening to the voice of Jordan Sather on Destroying the Illusion. Check him out on YouTube. Jordan Sather of Destroying the Illusion on YouTube. If you're into the QAnon posts and you'd like it read to you in a way that you can understand, it's a really great uh, young truther that you can check out uh, with regular updates. So we just covered Trey Gowdy, and now I think he's going to talk about the Republican train crash as well as the memo. Who do you? Now let's talk about this order on protecting America through lawful detention of terrorists, right? Well, a lot of people in the comments are already asking to find what a terrorist is. Through some definitions, I'm sure we could label Hillary Clinton and all of her pals as the terrorists. But here's the thing as well. This also detention operations at U.S. Naval Station Guantanamo Bay are, basically Guantanamo Bay is going to be reactivated in a certain way. So we have, boom, them put on notice. Of course, with this first executive order on human rights abuses, this also froze their assets. So no more money coming in, right? And then this one says, hey, you're about to go to prison, folks. So this is rolling. This is rolling along. I know a lot of people were expecting Trump to even read the memo at the State of the Union or something massive like that. But, I, but it's always what we don't see, right? What, what we start seeing later. And then, wow, this is even bigger than we could have realized. So I think, and I've heard, that some big things are going to start happening in February. And I hope that's the case. Now let's go into the few... More articles. This one here on Gateway Pundit. Former U.S. attorney, this former attorney being Joe Diginova. Hope I'm getting that one right. He's saying the IG report, report, the Inspector General report, showing McCabe made FBI agents fabricate evidence and implicates Obama's senior DOJ officials. Remember, we just had new investigations be started versus the DOJ. And the FBI. Not an accident. Not a coincidence. Here's Zero Hedge saying, Andrew McCabe, just like I said, under active DOJ investigation for sitting on Wiener laptop emails. So here's the thing. I do want to make a note of really quick about the DOJ and the FBI. On one hand, we have the DOJ and the FBI not wanting the memo to be released. But on the other hand, we have new DOJ and FBI investigations coming out about some of these deep state perps. So it's really difficult. And this is why this whole suite, this whole cleanup, this whole storm has taken so long is because the people that are supposed to do the justice and the investigating are 
often headed by the the extremely corrupt individuals themselves. So it's 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 a civil war going on in all of these agencies. The rank and file of the FBI and the DOJ, they're getting pissed off. They're getting pissed off that their superiors are corrupt as heck. So that's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing big civil wars go on internally in these three-letter agencies and you know with Andrew McCabe being sacked things are coming to a serious head and it's, it's beautiful to see so we're gonna see the FBI and DOJ be cleansed it's a very good thing that some of these people are stepping out and some better people can then step on in and actually uphold the Constitution right <laughs> what a concept following the uh, rule of law and being moral Jeez. Anyway, last few things. Second Trump dossier emerges one day after the FISA memo vote. So another Democratic operative considered a Clinton hatchet man wrote a second anti-Trump memo. The Guardian was reporting. So basically just more evidence showing this whole Russia investigation to be bullshit concocted and more fabricated evidence that was used to spy on the Trump administration. And this is probably why the DNC is unraveling. So the CEO of the Democratic National Committee quit after only eight months amid bailing mega donors, cash panic. And I'm sure this has everything to do with the memo, has everything to do with the investigations going on by the FBI and the DOJ, against the FBI and the DOJ. And then of course the Democratic National Committee, there are the tentacles, Connect them all. And then, of course, all of this stuff going on. I mean, we have that memo being released. We have Trey Gowdy. We have the executive order. We've got all kinds of stuff. So much so going on that we had a train wreck. So we had a... ...news breaks, and they want a distraction. Q warned us about those, right? Let's check it. False flag. Beware major false flag attempts this week. False flag attempt. Look for more false flags. Nope, false flags. Expect a major... No, these ones are back from November, but... A lot of people realize Dr. Brenda Fitzgerald, which is the head of the CDC, resigns amid some uh, tobacco stock furor, some, you know, money she had she wasn't supposed to have in some various companies, but head of the CDC gone. And that's goes to note, I have heard that a big part of these upcoming sweeps of this upcoming storm is going to target the pharmaceutical industry, yes. which it absolutely needs to. I mean, this pharmaceutical industry is one of the worst. They're all involved in, not all, of course, but many unit eugenics programs are coming from the pharmaceutical industrial complex. Vaccines are terrible. GMOs are terrible. Fluoride, they're, what, completely <laughs> implicated in all this stuff. I mean, what happened when all the Operation Paperclip guys came over, the Nazi scientists after World War II? Many of them, of course, headed into the intelligence community, the media industry, the aerospace industry. But a lot of them, a lot of those Nazi scientists also went into the pharmaceutical industries. Wow. Then they got into bioengineer warfare agents and making diseases and releasing the diseases onto the public and whatever they're putting in those vaccines. Shoot, nanoparticles, mycoplasma. It's disgusting. So I'm all for pharmaceutical industry going down. 
Yeah, somebody in the comments said 2,400 watching now. That's awesome. I've heard a lot of people haven't been getting notifications when I'm going live. So thank you all for joining me all right now. This is awesome. And this Wirecast program is, uh, I'm getting used to it. This is pretty nice. Haig and Haig's LinkedIn shows that he had a DOD top secret clearance. Wow. And he worked for top weapons manufacturers and specialized in military ammunition. Oops. I didn't want to do that. But anyway, does that actually surprise you? Didn't we hear that Paddock was involved in weapons smuggling, right? Now we have information coming out that looks like that's going to be the case. And speaking of false flags, Las Vegas, what, one of the deadliest ones that there has been, aside from 9-11. But, wow, great that news coming out about Las Vegas is. And then very last thing I want to share with you guys is of course Ben Swan. He is back. Freaking Ben Swan. He's like my spirit animal, man. This dude was awesome and is awesome. I'm glad he's coming back. So his reality check program. Reality check was a small five minute segment that he would do on his local CBS station in Atlanta. And it was awesome. He would do spots on vaccines. He would do spots on what ISIS and he would do his last one was a spot on Pizzagate. Great five minute video. Just asking questions. He was just asking questions. But after he did that Pizzagate article back in January of 2017, his, he, I would imagine he got threatened in some way or another. And he took down his Truth in Media Facebook page and brand. His reality check went off air. And we haven't heard much from him since. But thanks to a cryptocurrency called Dash, they are sponsoring him. He's bringing back his reality check, his truth in media, and he's going to start um, putting out more content. So I'm super stoked about that. Shout out to Ben Swan. I would love to interview him on this channel. That'd be great. If you ever hear this call out, totally. Come on, man. I could get you some, uh, get you some more subscribers to your YouTube channel because you need it, my friend. Super stoked to begin watching. Coming up in February, man, uh, I would say the, the, the storm, the storm's not even a hurricane yet. I think we're just not even seeing it. It's probably a tropical storm. And soon it's going to be category one, then two, then three, then four, then five, and we're getting there. So thank you guys for watching. Thank you for your comments. Smash that like button. MG Tau Rules said, thanks, man. I appreciate all that. So have a beautiful day, guys. I'll be uploading, actually, some more videos to this channel. So that's Jordan Sather. Sather.